This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Oh, we've got a dear old friend of mine joining the program after 8.30 this morning. He's a former uh, Vancouver Canuck. He is a former Edmonton Oiler. He's a former Manitoba Moose. He's a former wow. lot of things, but he is a current assistant coach with the Winnipeg Ice, Josh Green, coming on the show after 8.30 this morning. More of those Venom premier passes or sc- exclusive screening passes to give away this morning. I got a question for you guys regarding relationships. I don't know if things have changed between your generation and mine, but I want to tackle that a little bit later on. <laughs> probably mm. just yeah, a bit. I was going to say probably. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a Maybe. bit. Uh, that and we're going to do a little review of some Netflix stuff. All that coming up and more Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Tales from, from the, the Pro Shop. Shop. So I'm working part-time at a uh, golf pro shop so I can get my uh, professional card. Not a joke. I'm working on it. So this uh, couple comes in after their round. I was like, hey, how'd it go out there? They're like, really nice. My goodness, this is just great. I said, oh, have you never played here before? They said, no, we actually just uh, recently retired. And we're uh, we're going to be traveling through Western Canada. And we're going to kind of make golf courses our uh, our idea of where we're going to go. Like, oh, you know, cool. Yeah, we're going to do it based on golf courses. And I'm like, wow, you guys must be golf, longtime golfers. And, and he says, well, I am. And I said, and you're not? She says, no, for our the first anniversary that we had when we were retired, I said to my husband, my gift to you is that I am going to put my full effort into learning how to golf. Because too many times we would go on vacations to Mexico or wherever, and she'd say, what do you want to do? He's like, well, I want to go golfing. She says, yeah. well, I don't. And so she would go do something else, and he yeah. would go golfing. And he's like, well, I'd rather do something together. And so she made the commitment. That's to cute. Learn how to golf so they could do something together in their retirement. That's really nice of her. And I said, that is really special. That is really cool. What a wonderful gift. She goes, Oh, it's actually costed him dearly because golf is not a cheap sport. Of course, <laughs> mm-hmm. the fashion. And so she ended up buying three different outfits from the Good. golf shop and this and that. But I just thought, what a yeah. nice gift. What it a is. really nice gift to somebody to say, I am going to take a vested interest in something that you do so we can do it together. And hopefully have a, an enjoyable retirement. That, that, that is really exactly fun. why they're probably still together. A hundred percent. Because they're probably together because they both understand that if they want to spend special time together, then somebody else is going to have to share those same passions. No. No. Whoa, here no. we go. No. Here no, we go. No. Here we see another classic case of the woman <laughs> doing what her husband wants to try to make him like her more. I don't see any husbands out there trying to help me with how much I love shopping and choosing to come <laughs> shopping with me and pay for all my clothes. That's that doesn't a, happen. That's a sugar daddy, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> you have sure. this woman over here like, oh, yeah, it's not romantic. Come on. That's not romantic. You don't- that sounds like a woman who's trying desperately to make her husband want to care about her a little bit more. So she's now trying to find something <laughs> that she that? didn't initially like just so that he'll like her more. But to be fair. Get a divorce. De- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here, I think it's cute wow. because he had to go and they had to shop together, buy the clothes together. And now they're, you know, trying. Do something that he wants that she didn't like but before. Who, we don't know. Maybe he's done something for her. I don't hear what that is. Well, pfft, 
I I think it was well. Listen, when when my, my when my wife and I first met, we first started dating. I was very open. I said, "Listen, yeah, Dave likes to golf, and Dave likes to golf a lot. So it either becomes Dave's time, or you can learn to golf because we got to do something together when we retire." And Candace says, "No, I want to learn." And although she hasn't become an avid golfer, she is a competent golfer, and she enjoys the walk and the fact that we can go out and do it with our with our two sons now and and complete yeah. our foursome. I mean, we we're going to be able to do that until that's, our dying days. That's so cute. I absolutely love that. Like. 100% for me, it'll be you got to start playing more video games. I thought you were going to say you, you got to start playing more Lady Gaga. I mean, that too. <laughs> you know, it's it, like for me, like I picked up golfing this year randomly, and I do genuinely like golfing. See? I'm not saying that she doesn't like golfing, but still, classic. <laughs> how classic. I don't see way. any men out there trying to learn how to crochet for me because I like it. That's how I like to spend my time. And crosswords. Another, don't yeah. forget your crosswords. Another okay, quick I do story. got a guy that likes to do crosswords, but. Another quick story from uh, my shift over the weekend at the at the golf course. We had uh, a member of uh, the police show up at the at the pro shop uh, because apparently there was a couple of golfers who were out on the course and didn't want to uh, go up to the clubhouse to grab their beer. So they decided that the nearest uh, LC was just down the road. So they decided to take the golf cart ten <gasps> minutes outside of the golf court. That is, I'm surprised it doesn't shut off. Most golf cart courses have the automatic no, thing not, not i know we can't know i know we can't oh. disclose where this is but like i think you kind of just did well it was about a, <laughs> a, a, golf, a golf course and then a 10 minute drive of an lc yeah so okay. well, you can do the math on that six one. of them coming to yeah. mind right now <laughs> winnipeg's favorite morning show i choked on a carrot this afternoon and all i could think was i bet a donut wouldn't have done this to me <laughs> i mean fair <laughs> that's that's for tuesday september 28th 2021 from our tear away a day calendar courtesy of mama car up there in swan river manitoba you know swan river's been getting a lot of mileage on this show like a lot of mileage because of this tear away a day calendar swan river in general on this show we probably should stop talking about them to be well, honest no, i don't think we you. have to stop well, talking about swan river but i would like to mix in a couple more so if there's any i'm talking uh, very rural communities like outside of the uh, the catchment area outside of the bedroom communities of winnipeg Send us a text message. Let us know you're listening to 0445210061, and we'll add you to our repertoire of rural shoutouts. Yeah, I'm just going to throw this out there. If anybody wants to move to Swan River, very affordable. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just not so much affordable if you want to go to a Walmart. Because then you because then you have to drive to either oh. Yorkton or Dauphin to get to a Walmart. So that See, was, I was about I was about to ask what's like the biggest box store you have, but that means we're going to be talking too much about Swan River. So yeah, <laughs> no. That's not. Yeah, That's not. Joshua texted in. Does Warren count? Yeah, it does. Good morning to Warren. Not yeah. my roommate. The place in Manitoba. Yeah, there you go. And keep in mind. I mean, listen. I I am no stranger to a northern community living. I grew up in Fort McMurray, Alberta, which is four and a half hours northeast of Edmonton. So it was about thirty. It's about the size of Brandon when I was yeah. growing up there. Okay, so we had all the things we needed. We had the the big box stores and anything we couldn't get. It was mail to order. But remember, yesterday we were talking about. Uh, some of those northern communities where they pay seventeen dollars for a bag of chips. Yeah, it was it wasn't that bad, but things were a little more expensive because the the cost of living was high because there was Syncrude 
Suncor, you know, the plants, like every, everyone made good scratch up there. I mean, even back in the day, minimum wage was a little bit higher than it was in the rest of the province. So I'm no, I'm no stranger to Northern living. And I would, one thing that always drove me crazy, and I'm curious to know, uh, even Jasmine Lane, who you, you grew up in bedroom communities around mm-hmm. Winnipeg, but Tyler, for you, uh, did, did it ever drive you crazy when you'd be watching like the local Manitoba news? Oh, and yeah. There'd never be a mention of Swan River. Oh, yeah. And if there never. was, it was trending for a week in Swan River. It would be like, oh, my gosh, did you see the news last week? Did right. you see it? <laughs> uh, Stonewall from Eric. How uh, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, um, that's bedroom community Stonewall. Well, Come on. Come on, Stonewall. Piney. We- I like. Yeah, I was okay. just in yeah. Piney. That's where I went uh, quadding recently. See, shout out to Piney. I know Piney. I've lived all around there. Oh, that's it. If I got a hedgehog, I would call it Piney. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, your birthday's coming up. <laughs> no, no. Do <laughs> not bring me another pet. Idea, you shall receive. I never am talking Good. about another pet ever again. And on that note, wait. What? <laughs> we were in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait. What? Let's get him. No, I don't oh, want a hedgehog. Dude, if you get a hedgehog, you're naming it Sonic. That's obvious. Yeah, oh, duh. duh. That's stupid. On, Pixel and Sonic. Yeah. Come on. Oh, my Kate. Well, <laughs> See? I mean. Well, now Dave and I can stop group chatting each other back and forth about what the heck to get you for your birthday to outdo ourselves. Just Gosh. get a, I guess it's a hedgehog. Fine. <laughs> Wait, what is sponsored by Vernas Autobody? They will take amazing care of you and treat you like you are part of the family. Anita Vernas also sells amazing candles. Just going to throw that out there. And pillows. They sparkle when you burn them. It's mm. amazing. Uh, they have full mechanical and courtesy cars available. You're part of the family at Vernas Autobody. You know, I feel like a lot of us, especially when you're in an early stage of a relationship and you're at that part where you're just so obsessed with each other and like you just can't, you just want to be the honeymoon together stage. all the time. Yeah, the honeymoon stage. It can be really hard when you have to do things like separate to, to you know, go back to your place or to go to work. You know, those few hours that you have to spend apart, it's it's a real agony. damper, you know? Just agony. Yeah, and I mean, distance does make the heart grow fonder, but mm-hmm. some of us, we just just don't want to do that. And that's why a woman in Maine was arrested last Thursday because she got up in the morning, she made her boyfriend some breakfast and thought, oh man, I have the day off and like, I really don't want you to go to work today. Like, I just really want to spend the day with you. And he's like, listen, babe, I... I can't. I don't have any holidays. Like, I have to go to work. It's just eight hours, hon. I'll be back. No worries. And she says, yeah, okay. Well, I just got to go make a phone call quick. So she started calling in bomb threats to his workplace so that the building would be shut down. Oh, my gosh. And it was. um, The building ended up being evacuated. Everybody was sent home. Everybody had the day off at that point. The bomb squad came in, realized they didn't find anything. The police traced the call back to her cell phone number because it's 2021 and technology. Um, (laughs) And she ended up being charged with felony terrorizing. And now she is held in jail where she is unable to spend any time with her boyfriend. Yeah, literally. Wow. That's those crazy, crazy... Like that is a red flag in itself. Like, bro, time to go. That is like That's, no. what, that is like a magenta flag. That is yeah, brighter that, than a red flag. That is a get yeah. out yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, numerous <laughs> flags on the play on that one. My goodness. This is the newsfeed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. You might want to get more creative than this if you want your Halloween costume to stand out this year. Gonna fill you in on the top trends that's coming up after these short messages. 
Well, 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 after so many years of an on and off relationship, now that Kourtney Kardashian has found love again with Travis Barker, her ex Scott Disick is actually done. He was exposed for talking trash about Travis Barker on Instagram and some DMs that got leaked, which resulted in his girlfriend leaving him because he clearly wasn't over his ex. And now he has also unfollowed the entire Kardashian clan online. And maybe <laughs> this is the time that he finally yeah, that'll show him. stops riding their coattails. Coming soon to Lifetime, Scott Disick and the real-life story of his breakup from the Kardashian family every Tuesday night at 9. <laughs> I mean, that sounded that was, really good. That was really good, yeah. I think we're on to something here. Yeah. COVID cases are skyrocketing in southern Manitoba, where they've declared they are moving into the fourth wave. Most of the province has been able to narrowly avoid. Of the 46 cases in southern Manitoba that were confirmed yesterday, 40 of them were unvaccinated. While not in place as of right now, Brent Rusin did say that they aren't going to rule out potential regional lockdowns again if they are needed to prevent that community spread. So that would just mean that it it wouldn't necessarily be Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. It would be just the area that is spiking. Yeah. Okay. One of the biggest things, and uh, there's a lot of different opinions on this one, but just verbatim what it said is that one of the biggest problems in Southern Manitoba right now is that there are people that are very, very, very against COVID. um, And because of that, there... I think we're all against COVID, aren't we? (laughs) But I I mean, like, you know, like they are very not wanting to get vaccinated, which is fine. That's your right, whatever. Um, And they are not wanting to get tested or anything like that either. And so there are cases of people who are very sick at home um, and still seeing people, but they refuse to go and get tested. And like those are people that are ending up in the ICU and stuff like that because they're getting sick to that point and not getting it treated well, at one, all. One thing I've been very clear about is if we haven't learned, if we have learned anything from this pandemic is long gone are the days of, oh, I'm not feeling very well, but I'm still yeah. going to plow myself into work because that job cannot do itself without me. Those days are done. Yeah. If you've got the bit of the sniffles or you got a headache or whatever, call in, do everyone a favor mm-hmm. to say, listen, I'm just going to stay at home for a few days and get over this thing and do everyone a favor. And anyone that's not doing that for whatever kind of illness you have, you're kind of an a-hole. Yeah, yep. I, I would second that for sure. And it's funny, too, because like you said, that's something that should have been going on for years. I can't, yeah. I've can't. i gone to work when I had the flu before. Why oh, did I do I'm that? I'm totally guilty of that. I'm totally guilty of that. Absolutely. Uh, you can never be too careful. Some carjackers got their hands on some red and blue lights and fooled an unsuspecting driver into, into pulling over for them. Uh, they walked up to the vehicle, asked for license and registration, and then pulled a gun and stole nice. the vehicle. The SUV had to be disabled by using a spike belt after the suspect rammed it into a police vehicle. Um, there were several suspects on seen being charged with a lot of things. This occurred in Selkirk and the vehicle ended up being discovered on Main Street in Selkirk. So, uh, what do you Good do? Old Selkirk. That sucks so much though cuz like what do you do if it's nighttime and you see police lights? You're gonna pull over. Yeah. So, uh, how do you that's a terrible situation to be in, but just a little FYI, those people of course have been arrested and stuff like that, so hopefully this doesn't happen again. Out of the roughly 28% of people that plan on dressing up for Halloween this year, the top costume ideas are out. Anything related to TV, movies, and pop culture are voted the number one theme for costumes this year. Witches, ghosts, and zombies are second in line with unique, one-of-a-kind costumes taking third place. If you oh, are... You, you haven't heard the scariest one of the bunch yet this year, have you? What is it? Oh, if you, if you really want to scare the hell out of people this Halloween, go dressed as someone who's unvaccinated. Scary scares everybody. 
If you're dressing up, let us know what your costume ideas are. You can text 204-452-1061. Remember about a year ago, we all huddled around Tyler's computer and I showed you that video of Dak Prescott yes. from the Dallas Cowboys when his ankle went all blue, blue, blue. How can we forget? That was almost a year ago. That's and insane. That ended his entire season. So Dak Prescott returned to Cowboy Stadium last night, threw for three touchdowns in his first home game since the injury. Trayvon Diggs returned an interception for 59 yards. The Cowboys beat the wheels off the Eagles 41-21 on Monday Night Football. Ezekiel Elliott ran for a season high. 95 yards and two touchdowns and tight end Dalton Schultz had the first 2D game of his career. NHL preseason continues with the Blue Jackets shutting out the Penguins 3-0. Maple Leafs over the Habs 5-2. These games mean nothing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Blues top the Stars. I just wanted to mention that. We'd be like, Maple Leafs. Nah, means nothing. Blues top the Stars in overtime 2-1. Canucks double the Flames 4-2 and the Kings got by the Homeless Coyotes 2-1. And I say Homeless Coyotes because this is the last year that they'll be playing in Arizona from what we understand. Six games left in the regular season for the Toronto Blue Jays, and it'll be a fight to the end to get into the playoffs. Jays are one game back of the Red Sox and two back of the New York Yankees. The Jays kick off a three-game set with said Yankees this evening in T.O. at 6.07 opening pitch, which could tighten the race in the American League wildcard race. It's going to be exciting if you're a baseball fan. This is a, a very crucial six games you need to watch. And finally, since we were uh, talking uh, vaccines and whatnot, Golden State, this is, you guys are going to find this fascinating. Just listen, mm-hmm. to Golden State Warriors and Canadian Andrew Wiggins sticking to his guns when it comes to not getting the vaccine. And he could forfeit over half of his salary to the tune of about, well, he's getting paid $31 million a year. So about $350,000 per game that he can't play at home because San Francisco has implemented vaccine passports for large indoor gatherings. When asked why he won't get vaccinated, he said, quote, it's none of your business, and that's what it comes down to. Uh, that's all oh, bully moly. We're really early here. Do you want one more story? I'll tell yeah, you one more story. I was going to say, do we have another story? Yeah, I'll give you one more story. Yeah, uh, Rap- Raptors are going to be doing something they haven't done in a while. They're going to have training camp in Toronto. They had to relocate to the bubble in Orlando when the pandemic hit and then relocating to Tampa for last season. The Raptors will open training camp at OVO Center later today, and only four returning players are actually going to be in Toronto for the second time. The Raptors have a very, very, very new squad this year. Okay, that's sports. 635, I'm Dave Wheeler. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For September 28th, 2021. Madonna has defended Billie Eilish in a new interview. Madonna was speaking to Elle magazine on which Eilish is this month's cover star about Eilish's change of look for her new Happier Than Ever album era. Madonna said, quote, The problem is we still live in a very sexist world where women are put into categories. Women should be able to portray themselves in any way they want. If Billie were a man, no one would be writing about this. A man can show up dressed in a suit and tie for the first three years of his career, and then the next month he could be dressed like Prince or Mick Jagger shirt off wearing eyeliner and no one would say a word, unquote. Madonna also went on to compare it to her own experience when she posted a picture of herself in a corset on Instagram saying, quote, people hold on to these memories and have an attachment, but it's very dehumanizing. I lost 100,000 followers just because of the boobs. People are scared of big boobs, unquote. God, show me a way because the devil's trying to break me down. 
Kanye West, whose highly anticipated and incredibly delayed album Donda was finally released last month, is already back in the studio, this time with Post Malone. A video posted on the Instagram of DJ Academic shows the pair in the studio with Fleet Fox's songwriter and vocalist Robin Pecknold. Post Malone can be seen singing along to the indie folk band's 2011 album. None of the artists have revealed any details as to why they were in studio together. And finally, Beyonce has reflected on turning 40 in a new letter posted to her website. The artist celebrated the birthday earlier this month on September 4th in a lengthy post which thanked fans for their messages and support on both her birthday and throughout her career. Bay went on to write a post about how this has been the, quote, first year that I really understand what it means to be alive and to live in the moment. She also went on to play down the notion that women turning 40 are supposed to feel old or unhappy, saying, quote, It's the first time that I have an understanding of how fragile life truly is, how hard life can be at times, and therefore how important it is to stop and smell the roses during the good times. I thought I knew that at 21 or 30, but I didn't. The more mature I become, the more I understand, and the deeper my joy grows. There's a freedom and liberation knowing that I've made it to the other side of my sacrifice. I'm finally giving myself permission to enjoy the seeds I've worked so hard to plant my whole life, unquote. Recently, Beyonce covered Moon River as part of her About Love campaign with husband Jay-Z for Tiffany & Co. That's music news you can use for September 28th, 2021. For more music news, search music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. You ever watch Edge of Tomorrow with uh, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? Uh, No, I have not. But I did watch a lot of things about like how heavy their suits were and stuff when they were filming. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. But I haven't actually seen the movie it's Yet. one of those. It's one of those uh, Groundhog Day playing the same day over and over and over again. But it's a futuristic war against aliens. I watched it for the first time. It's been on my uh, my list for a long time, and I finally scratched that one off. It was better than I thought. Yeah, it is a good. Isn't there a second one, or am I going crazy? I think you're going crazy. There was a companion film that went along with mm. the companion films. Are like two competing studios doing the same movie, but just uh, with different actors and slightly different storylines. So I think there was a companion film that went along with that. Yeah, but no, there was no sequel. No, and they're saying that they, yeah, mm, apparently it is, there is a second one coming called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. Who Live, knows? Die, Repeat, and Repeat? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the worst title ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is a horrible title. But I guess because it's Live, Die, Repeat is the slogan of the first one, so then they're doing Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat, because wow, it's yeah. number one. two. The, 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 only, the only bad part is that I watched the entire movie on my phone. Oh, so I, I didn't get the full experience, but still, it's still a good movie. Yeah. Did you have at least headphones on? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen to it through the little mono speaker on my Apple. Yikes. Apple pen. <laughs> <laughs> you've been uh, you've been uh, scratching some things off your yeah. list on the old. Uh, have you have Dave? Have you seen? I know Jasmine's watched this and we're no spoilers. No spoilers because I'm not done. So there's no way you I'm going to let. Yet? No, I'm not. I finished the whole thing in a single day. I'm not going to allow you to spoil me, huh. so there will be no spoilers for you listening. But have you seen even an episode yet, Dave, of Squid Game on Netflix? I've seen it come across my uh, my main yeah. screen, but I haven't even watched the trailer. It is so wild. So I'm going to give you a quick little synopsis here. Basically, it's a Korean film, right? Yeah, is that, it's, okay. it's South Korean. South Korean film. It is just beautifully made, first of all, and shot and lovely. Um, but it's you can, very South Korean in yeah. how things are styled in the color scheme. It's it's beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's people that are living there that have insane amounts of debt. And they are given an opportunity to win a 
I wouldn't even say massive, like a crazy amount of money that they wouldn't even be able to spend it all in their lifetime. Yeah. But in order for them to do this, they have to go through certain games and the games will either kill them or they'll stay alive. And they don't really realize that until the first game. So it's basically like the Hunger Games, but it's way more savage and people actually, well, I mean, they do die in Hunger Games, but it's a little more savage in Squid Game. This uh, this just proves to me that... uh Hollywood is completely running out of ideas, and so they're looking to Korea to also uh, kill all of the ideas. I mean, this yeah. goes back, like you said, Hunger Games, Running Man. There's been a dozen movies that but have I made feel under like this premise. Even I'm on episode five right now. This is Ooh. done so well. Like, and uh, I, I actually flipped back. Uh, I, I was originally watching it with subtitles, but Netflix has dubbed it in English, and mm-hmm. they did a really good job with that. Yeah, honestly, with the dub, there's there's one character that I'm like, oh, I don't feel like the voice really matches, but every other character character it's it's mm-hmm. pretty it's pretty spot on this is reminding me of bird box you remember when bird box came out and everybody was watching it and talking about it i can yep. see that trend with squid game now because literally on tiktok every video is a meme about the different games because they're so memeable so if you are not watching it yet i totally give it my recommendation i don't know if jasmine does after watching the entire thing uh, I want to say I say yes absolutely I think it's a very interesting concept um, especially towards the end and stuff there's like a lot of of things that really make you think about your life and who you are and who you want to be and your consequences and stuff like that um, who you can trust like all these things I, mm. it definitely opens up your brain a lot I'm also a really big fan of uh, you know not North American TV um, yeah, I think it's very it's, interesting what other parts of the world are find entertaining just even the, the way, way they, they film it the way that they storytell is fascinating compared to what I'm so like that's one thing too if you're somebody when you watch a lot of movies and stuff you kind of get like bored of the same old thing all the time and so reaching out to other countries and what they're producing it can really kind of open up your brain a little bit more which is nice well, and I found that it, with this show for sure Asia, Asia has presented a lot of unique ideas I mean mm-hmm. remember was it Secret Library? Did you ever see that one? No. These group of guys would go to a library and they would have to do like these very extreme challenges and they'd have to try and stay quiet. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Even yeah. Parasite, yeah. another big film that came out of South Korea. Brilliant right. film. Yeah. yeah, that one was, I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am not going to start anything new on Netflix. I think tomorrow the final episode of The Circle comes out uh, as far as determining the winner <laughs> for the finale. So I'll be watching I just that. love that you're so into yeah, that. Yeah, it's so good. It's I a actually, great game show. I did start, I'm on, I finished episode one, and when Daniel walked out, I literally said to my friends, Dave said that he reminds me of uh, him, he reminds me of me and my friends. Friends died. <laughs> they died, and they were like, right. "Well," and then it, you had triggered Tina in the corner, being like, "I'm not that way. I don't do that." <laughs> if you're watching the circle and you see Daniel and you think that's me, let me know. Oh, just wait. Just wait until it gets further into the season. There will be uh, things that you go, "Okay, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that kind of is whatever." Me. I can't, I can't. But anyway, Squid Games. Uh, yeah, it's, I totally recommend it. And honestly, even just you watch the first episode, and it, it kind of gives you the story and a little taste of the first game so it's worth the first episode for sure okay so uh, yeah. how many how many episodes in the I think season? there's 10 right Jasmine is there 10 I believe so yes yeah I think there's 10 yeah yeah and they're what and it's about an hour long yeah yeah and and it's like 54 minutes. it is trending in Canada like I yeah it's number one currently okay. in Canada and there is I could double check there's nine episodes 
It's Squid Game, Sex Education, Midnight Mass, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and then the Manitoba-filmed uh, movie Ice Road is fifth right now on Netflix. Yeah, I heard that one's just not getting great reviews, nope, it's unfortunately. Not. <laughs> Too bad. Lawrence Fishburne and Liam. Has Lisa. nothing to do with the area. No, Just the people no. that made the movie. We'll tell you what, since, uh, since you complied in watching the first Matrix movie, I will watch an episode of Squid Game. Yay! I don't think you're going to be able to watch an episode. Yeah, I think you're going to be hooked. You're going to have to watch at least That's two. why I wanted to talk about it today with you, because I really think that you're going to love this uh, series. I really okay. do. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Let's yeah. see where second happen. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the loud line, your voicemail on our radio station coming up next here on Wheeler in the Morning. Energy 106. $250 could be yours from Neo Financial. Whoa. As we get to the loud line, back to class cash. All you have to do is call the loud line. We'll get to a few of those calls coming up here momentarily. We've got the news feed, the sports feed, music news you can use, features Beyonce, and a little wait what for you to hour two of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Here we go. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. On Friday, this Friday, you could win $250 from our friends at Neo Financial. It's the back-to-class cash on the loud line at 478-8040. You just call it and tell us why you need $250. Or do you need it because you need more textbooks or your school supplies added up? We don't care. Just tell us and you could win the money. I'm not going to lie. I've been doing a lot of research into Neo Financial myself after hearing about all of these amazing things, and I'm pretty sure I am also going to be getting myself a Neo Financial card. You can get an average of 4% cash back on all sorts of things. They are basically a skip the dishes or Uber-like experience to banking, which is amazing. You can get cash back on gas, grocery, restaurants, your phone bills, Netflix, Amazon, and there are no monthly or over-limit fees. Okay, 204-478-8040. The Neo Financial cash would desperately desperately helped my family as as soon as my kids went back to school, I got put on long-term disability and my son decided to join the varsity football team. However, they don't have cleats in stock in his size. So the Neo Financial would help me get him some cleats for the upcoming football season. Yeah. And they're not cheap either. No, goodness, no. No, and not at all. Okay, let's take a listen to this one. Hi there, my name is Anand. I'm calling in regard to the Neo Financial Back to School Cash Contest. Um, I am in need of the $250 because uh, I just happened to come back from abroad uh, due to a, a family trip, a family emergency trip. Took away quite a of my savings for school. Um, this uh, money will help me to um, buy books for the for the upcoming semester that I'm pursuing. I'm currently pursuing business degree. No oh, business degree. Yeah, you have some textbooks to buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You have a no few kidding. textbooks to pick up. Listen, I, it's a struggle. I mean, I, I remember working two jobs for uh, yeah. my two years of college. I mean, it's not, and I had to take out a student loan, so I get it. Yeah, and 250 bucks just helps so much. So again, the back-to-class cash at 204-478-8040. Thanks to our friends at Neo Financial. You can also call the loud line about anything at any time. If you missed Dave's story a little earlier, Dave, why don't you recap your tale from the pro shop that you talked oh. about? Long story short, this uh, this uh, couple, this retired couple came in, and uh, apparently when they retired the first anniversary they had, she said, you know what, as a gift to you, I am going to put a serious effort into learning golf so we can do it together through our retirement, which I thought was very sweet. Hi there. 
morning crew. It's your favorite listener, Martha. I'm so glad I was able to hear the tales from the pro shop. (laughs) I have a little comment. Jasmine, you are correct. The woman did decide to do what the man liked to do. I did the same thing, and believe it or not, I actually like going golfing. Mm -hmm. I actually like going golfing so much that I will go golfing all by myself. Mm -hmm. But Sean, (laughs) being the gracious husband he is, doesn't want me to go alone, so he has been golfing almost, I'd say, 80% of his games this year have been with me. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't even been golfing with his friends, believe it or not. Mm. So... There is a little bit of a good side, and sometimes there is a little bit of a bad side, but I really wish he would learn how to crochet. You're right, Jasmine. <laughs> See? He needs to do more things like me. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank Look you, Martha. Look at, leave it to Martha to turn the tables yeah. on him. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to do something you like, and then I'm going to like it more than you, and you're going to yeah. like it less than I do. <laughs> uh, okay, we got one more call. It's a bit random, and Tina might be able to play after it. It's only seven seconds. Hey, guys, I want to call because I'm in a really bad, awful, horrible place right now. You know, Transcona. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I don't understand why people say those things about Transcona. I Civil really engineering. don't. Civil engineering, it period. It is seriously one of the best. It, if, it is my favorite spot in the city, and it is amazing. Transcona is fabulous, and it makes me feel good when I'm driving there, and there are homes with flamingos outside. It, it feels great. So, no, Listen, if you don't like Transcona, then don't go. Let me put the cherry on top for Transcona, okay? Transcona, after you get used to Transcona, awesome. But as a first-timer going there, you go, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> Why <true>. is that <laughs> road going? Where is it? There's a train track. Like, just not connect to anything. There's just a random train track. And then there's a Costco right beside what the train track. On? Why is there it a six-foot-tall no light-up flamingo in that woman's yard? <laughs> <laughs> Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8840. Two out of the three of us are going to a Jets game tomorrow night. Yeah. 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 Can you guess who? <laughs> the two people sitting up in the nosebleeds of Canada yeah. Life Center. There they are right there, Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Look That'll for the guy wearing a Dave Wheeler Jets jersey. Well, yes, and you be, be prepared to get called out, because if, if anyone that remembers, I unloaded all of my sports memorabilia, and that included yeah. a lot of the jerseys that I used to wear in that building when I was the host of the uh, the Jets games, and it got to a point where they said, okay, you can't wear your radio station call letters on the back anymore. It's got to be more neutral. And so I said, cool, I'll take 28. That's the number I've worn on my jersey since I was yeah. a kid. And uh, so it says Wheeler 28. Now, Blake Wheeler, captain of the Winnipeg Jet, is number 26. So you're going to get people going, you're wearing the wrong number. People and are going to say that you're literally. wearing a fake. They're going to be like, you got a fake jersey. And I'm going to look at them and be like, actually, no, it's supposed to be 28. And it's Dave Wheeler. Check him out. Thanks. Get and then dead. you might have to fight literally, outside of the arena I will arena fight later. any Anybody that wants to fight tomorrow, I'm down. Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't have a jersey, so I'm hoping to just borrow one of I have Tyler's. Two, yeah. I have an Oilers jersey, but apparently no, I'm not allowed to no, wear that. No, no. Listen, God, I know no. the Oilers haven't been good since 96, but they are my family team, so it's still my favorite team no matter what. Yikes. Yeah. Well, well, tough. Not something I would have said in Winnipeg, but... Well, oof. Yeah. Looks like Jasmine may have to fight outside of the yeah. arena tomorrow. Yikes. I'm going to be wearing heels. I got this. Got a good kick. <laughs> 
Wheeler in the Morning, Energy 106, live from the IJL Diamond Studios. Good morning. Today, sunshine up to 30 is your high, so enjoy it. Right now in Winnipeg, we are warming up quickly, currently at 14. I want you to visualize this. Just go back to a time in your life or picture um, one if you haven't had this happen to you before. But you're, you meet somebody, let's say you're, you meet somebody off Tinder, okay? And, uh, or I mean, for you old folk, you meet somebody at the grocery store. I don't know. And, um, you, do they still, do they still have singles night down at Osborne where you, you know tie the, uh, the thing oh, around? Oh, that your, was amazing. They right? got rid of that probably like four years ago. Like not even that long ago. They still had it. Maybe they'll bring it back. Um, anyway though, so you meet somebody and they are like a solid 10. Like they, they got the looks, they got the good job. They got a nice car. They're nice to you. I don't know, whatever the heck a solid 10 would be in your eyes, that's what they are. And you go out on a date with them, and you're just like, oh, Prince Charming. Until they do or say that one thing where you're like, ooh, yikes, and you don't want to see them ever again. They went from a 10 to a 5 or a 10 Mm -hmm. to a minus Mm 1. What is that one thing that somebody would do that would make you view them as no longer a 10 instant first reaction what is the very first thing somebody could do where no matter how goo goo gaga you are you're like nope i would say being rude to the like if we're out because i i do typically like to go to a restaurant for first dates probably being rude to one of the staff the waiter the waitress that's a no-go dave uh if i'm sitting across the table and they say so what are your thoughts on them jews Anything that has to do with that on a first date is like, ah, no. So but I will say this. like political, religion, stuff yeah, like, like that? Yeah, like, let's keep it light. Let's sure. keep it light right. first date. You know, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? Stuff like that. But <laughs> I will say this. I, I have had more situations where a five has gone to a ten oh. rather than the other way around. Oh, I, I mean, like that's, that. You can text, by the way, 452-1061. Yeah, please do. Please do. So there was a, a poll that was done on this, and the number one thing was arrogance. Um, there was actually one girl where she actually said, she's like, I, like, I'll never forget one time I was out on a date and I complimented this guy, and she said that she had said something alluding to like, man, I've never felt this way before, like with somebody else, like you're really special to me. And they had already gone out a couple times at this point. And then he responded to her and said, well, that's because I'm not like the rest of them. I have a certain je ne sais quoi about me. And I'm not just saying that because I speak fluent French. And she oh. and she was like, yup, no, take uh. that back. And then they stopped dating. Uh, talking over people is another one. Yeah. Being rude to waiters, like Tyler said, poor hygiene. Shoving your political or religious views down someone else's throat. Oh, Answering, I do. Fo- answering phone calls during yeah. a date. Or looking at your phone too much, honestly, yeah. yeah. Like if I, it, you, there are only a few times I will actually put my phone away. It is a date. You can't be looking, especially on the first or second. Yeah, one. usually I would just keep mine in my purse. Typically, man. Once you get me out on that third date, though, good luck even having my attention because it's just my phone the whole time, and I'm like, you're honeymoon in now. period is over. What about smoking? Is smoking one that smoking is really oh. high on the list yeah. too? Smoking, they say, goes from a ten to a negative one. I went on a date with this girl many, 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 many moons ago and uh, very attractive. And I couldn't figure out what it was about her teeth. Like, so the, like the front yeah. two, top two, and then the bottom two, they just had like this little thing. And then I realized that when she smokes her cigarettes, she would put the, the filter right up against those teeth. Why? And so that it was just a brown stain, like perfectly circular. Mm. 
touching oh. all four of those teeth. That no. one from a 10 to a 2. Ryan Someone, just texted in and said if they pick their nose, well, sorry, Ryan, I guess we will not be a match made in heaven. Someone what if I that, pick someone else's nose? Yeah, what if I pick your nose? Probably yeah. someone that wears an Oilers jer- jersey. Goes from a <laughs> 10 to a 2. Negative 4. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Get over it. Speaking of the Edmonton Oilers, we'll talk a little bit of hockey as the NHL preseason continues. News feed, sports feed coming up next year on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. There's some amazing news that came out yesterday. You may have seen it on your your Instagram, your Facebook, or you can get it right here in your news feed. I'm going to tell you all about that. Emily in Paris is making its Netflix return on December 22nd. No, I'll post it later. I'm on vacation. Yes, Isn't that a mood? Yeah, it is. (laughs) It looks really good, though. Really fun. The first season did amazing. So uh, looking forward to this one, December 22nd. If you thought Instagram was popular, (laughs) TikTok (laughs) has revealed that they have officially hit 1 billion active monthly users. So if you're planning on getting TikTok famous, good luck. You officially have more chance getting struck by lightning twice. I mean, the nice thing is, is there there is more people, but I find a majority of people that do join TikTok, they don't post. They just look at True. videos and they yeah. just scroll and yeah. they just like and they just do that. Whereas if you're actually creating content, your content is going to be seen by even more people potentially Especially if you're now. creating original content. Right. That's a big one. Like right. Everybody yeah. can do those little TikTok trends and whatnot, but... I would assume, and I would just assume, that the bulk of those users or, or uh, providers are in China because it is a China-based platform. So, I mean, that's when you get those big numbers. Because you mind, there's not a billion people in North America, right? Yeah, no. I think, honestly, it TikTok is... TikTok is worldwide, Yeah, it's baby. one of the... It's, it's kind of like Instagram, whereas, like, Facebook is still... There's still people... People like to hate on Facebook, but there's still a large sum of people that are checking it every single day. But Instagram and TikTok, I think, are the more worldwide ones. Same with Twitter, actually. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. TikTok yeah, for st- sure is very, very worldwide, though. I'm like, still rocking my MySpace page. Wow, I love that for you. You should hear my playlist when you open up my oh. page. Oh, it's banging. Daddy Day 4. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> SNL has finally introduced their new cast members. I'm not going to bother saying their names because nobody really knows who they are yet. Most of them just graduated from comedy school and stuff like that. Uh, mm. But um, we'll talk about them in the future once they make their debut. They also confirmed who is leaving the show only two former cast members lauren holt and beck bennett the new season kicks off this saturday with owen wilson and casey musgraves wow after several victims <laughs> had the courage to come forward many of them on a global platform which adds to the intimidation and fear numerous documentaries and even tv shows about the goings-on r kelly has finally been found guilty of all nine counts in his sex trafficking trial an additional 14 underlying acts including child exploitation and kidnapping were also added both male and female accusers one of which r kelly convinced to marry him when she was just 15 years old uh, they came forward saying that Kelly groomed them for sex and psychologically abused them. He is facing dozens of years behind bars, and this is only for his New York case. He still has pending charges uh, in Chicago and Minnesota. So I would say... Did you, uh, did you hear his POS defense lawyer say, oh, the inconsistencies from all of these witnesses. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Emb- I don't know if I'm more embarrassed for the jury or if I am for the legal system. It's like, you know what? Just you know what shut dif- up, dude. You know what the difference is between a blowfish and a lawyer? One's a scum-sucking bottom dweller, and the other one's a fish. 
<laughs> you that was the spooky one that I gave out there. That got me. Holy, that was good. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for criminal defense lawyers and stuff like that. I understand it's your job. You are a necessary part of the justice system. However, in cases like this, once you've already lost, just shut up, dude. Like honestly. Oh, they're like, going to appeal. They're like, going to appeal. I just like the way that this has played out. The things that his lawyers have said. I just like. Oh. The, the only good news that that lawyer could come to R. Kelly was saying, so listen, uh, we're going to appeal, and out of those 30 uh, rocketeering charges, we've gotten it down to about uh, 20, so you're only going to spend 120 years in prison instead of 200 years. So, you know, hey, yeah. aces. Good good job, good job. And again, only for his New York case. He still has to do this two more times in two mm. different cities with several more accusers. So, Yikes. Uh, get bent, what buddy. What a problematic yeah. person. Goodbye. Uh. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Sponsored by our friends over at Vernas Auto Body. They are MPI accredited, absolutely amazing, and can literally fix anything. It's it's a fact. Tyler Carr knows better than anybody yep. else. Yep, 110%. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Front courtesy cars are available. You're part of the family at Vernas Auto Body. Can they fix my relationship with my mother? Honestly, yeah, probably. really good. If you were to just start talking to them, they'd probably give you some pretty good advice. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> They're really nice there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody just take out some pent-up anger on you? Like, you oh, know, time. sometimes when you're just look, like... Look, hey, look, look, who you're, look who you're talking to. Fair. Okay. <laughs> well, a 45-year-old woman in Florida, her name is... I actually don't know how to pronounce this. I think it's Kiesel. Kiesel Anthony, I believe. Uh, Her boyfriend was just feeling a little lonely. He wanted to go cuddle with her, right? So he asked her to cuddle. She says no. Just wasn't in the mood. So he puts his arm around her and uh, she flew into a full-blown rage. Uh, No idea if the reason why she flew into the rage is because she really just didn't want to cuddle that bad or if there was something else going on. Maybe she was just mad at him for asking to cut. I don't know what it was. Uh, Maybe he hadn't showered on a few days. Yeah, I don't know. She got real mad. So mad, in fact, that she grabbed a pole and whacked her boyfriend in the back of the leg with it. Um, she gashed his leg open. She hit him vis- or several times. He had multiple visible injuries, uh, according to police that were on scene. And Kiesel was arrested and charged with domestic battery. She was actually also previously arrested for doing pretty much the same thing to that same guy back in February. Uh, not sure if if he was also trying to cuddle with her that night, maybe? Or Maybe cuddling means something different in that part of the world. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it is Florida, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> Florida's the only place where cuddling means battery and assault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Energy 106. Alright, we got exclusive screening passes to Venom, the new movie. I was actually just watching a clip of the final fight scene between Oh, Riot I saw that last Venom night. Oh. Great scene. Great scene. The brand new movie Venom, Let There Be Carnage, passes for you to win here momentarily. We're going to talk about Angelina Jolie. Huh? Why, you ask? Because uh, she's jumping on a trend that seems to be popular in Hollywood right now. We'll get to that in the first half hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And coming up in the second hour, our special guest is an old friend of the show. It's been a long time since we've heard this name. Anyone who was a fan of the Manitoba Moose pre-Winnipeg Jets will remember the name Josh Green. He joins the show as assistant coach of the Winnipeg Ice. All that coming up in hour three of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand out, baby. I'm begging, begging. 
asking you to put your love and hand out. Energy 106, all the hits, 804. Okay, real quick question. Mm. Uh, that's uh, that, that's Manskin, right? Or Mainskin? Monaskin. Monaskin. Is that the uh, Eurovision winners? I'll look it up. I think it might be. I'll wait. I mean, you a little elevator music as we uh, figure that one out. They, I see that they were in the grand final of Eurovision 2021. Okay, all right, that makes more sense. I, th- a good I th- tune, I think. I don't good really tune. know what any of this means. Wait, wait you, you you're not familiar with Eurovision? I mean, I've heard of it. I haven't done a lot of research into it. No, just go watch the Will Ferrell movie. Go watch the Will Ferrell movie. Explain uh, everything. Yeah, they they did. I don't. Was it that song? Yeah. Yep. That was the one. Yep. Yeah, and they've got like ten songs on TikTok that have over a million uh, videos made. This one has almost eight million videos made on TikTok. So it's a big song. Yeah, it's a good one too. Eight oh five now. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr. Thank you for uh, for settling that for us, uh, Tyler Carr. Yeah, I anytime. Google works it's, great. Yeah. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106, live from the IJL Diamond Studios. Today, up to 30 is your high. Lots of sunshine. Ooh. Currently in Winnipeg, we're sitting at 14. If you're going to be going to that Jets game, the preseason game against the Oilers tomorrow night, you'll see Tyler Carr and I there. And you also might be expecting some really long lineups unless they get that uh, kinked out. I'm going to tell you what their plans are on making entry a little bit easier for people. That's coming up in the newsfeed at 830. Very cool. Okay, time to give away these exclusive tickets to go see Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Tom Hardy, and Woody Harrelson, who is quickly going to be becoming, uh, becoming a resident of Winnipeg for a period of time as he films a new movie here in town called Champions. So um, we're going to play this game. We haven't played this one in a while. Have not played this one in a while. What is it? Guess Your Whip. Oh, yeah. Okay, 204-452-1061 if you want to play. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Daryl. Daryl. Okay, Daryl. Uh, you have your choice between Jasmine, myself, or Tyler to go into the soundproof booth. And what's going to happen is, uh, after uh, one of us goes into the soundproof booth, the other two will ask you a couple questions as far as what kind of vehicle you drive. And then the person that comes in from the soundproof booth will have five questions to ask and try and guess what kind of vehicle you drive. Who would you like to put in the soundproof booth? Um... We'll go with Jasmine. Sorry, Jasmine. That's fine. Bye. Bye. Get out of here, Jasmine. Get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taking her time. Yeah, Taking she's out. Time. All right. Okay, so we need to know what kind of vehicle you drive, make, model, and year. Um, it's a small little SUV. It's a um, all-wheel drive, the 2017 Chevy Trax. Okay, 2017 Chevy track. You got that written down there, T-Car? Yeah. All right. Now, Jasmine Lane's going to have five questions to ask. Five questions, and then she will have to make a guess. What? No, Sorry. nothing. I'm waving Jasmine back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you were waving at me. Like, no. shaking your finger at me. <laughs> like Why are you shaking your in. finger at me? Hey, Jasmine Lane, welcome back to the program. Uh, Jasmine Lane, as you know, you have five questions to ask of our caller here on the line. And uh, after the five questions, you will have an opportunity to take a guess. And uh, yeah, you got to be fairly close. you got to be fairly close here. All Sorry, right? you said your name is Daryl? Yes. Okay, Daryl, um, i got five questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue? Uh, where is somewhere that you've always wanted to travel to? Wow. Um, BC. 
DC. Okay. Um, if you had a thousand dollars in your bank account, what would you do with it? Um, I would probably go spend it on fishing stuff. Okay, big fisher. Okay, maybe you need a vehicle that'll. You know, I thought these were really obscure questions, but it's actually like, okay, I I can see where you're going now. I can see where you're going. (laughs) Do you prefer uh, cheesecake or pie? Oh my god, cheesecake! Cheesecake, excellent decision. It's my favorite too. Uh, last question here. Ooh, this one's for the win. Uh, are, do you like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? No. 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 Wow. You know, the first three, the first three I can see where you're going, and the last two just completely threw me off. Do you have a Chevy Silverado? Wait, you also have to say the year. What? Yeah. That is a ridiculous rule. Do it. Well, just take a shot. Take a just shot. Take at a it. shot. 2012. Well, no. <laughs> you, you 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 got the make of the vehicle, which is very I impressive. Did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's well, pretty I mean, impressive. any fisherman would for sure drive a Chevy. So you know, that's just common. <laughs> I feel sense like we stuff. need to give it to Daryl because you yeah, did absolutely. Get Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good, Jasmine. Lee, especially based on those questions. Thank you. It was a Cheesecake? Chevy Track 2017. I don't even yeah. know what a Chevy Track me is. Me neither, just girl. A, me neither. <laughs> small S, a smaller SUV. Okay. So, yeah. uh, okay, Daryl, you got these exclusive screening passes to go see Venom. Let there be carnage. We'll grab some details from you off the air. Jasmine Lane, you never cease to amaze me. You never cease to amaze me. We'll take a quick break. Josh Green of the Winnipeg Ice Assistant Coach is going to be joining us after 8.30. And coming up here in about 10 minutes, we're going to get into it about this new trend in Hollywood that involves Angelina Jolie. That's next year on Wheeler in the Morning. Don't go anywhere. Hey, uh, around this time tomorrow, I want to uh, go through a very brief educational session with you two, just as far as uh, you guys going to the Jets-Oilers game tomorrow night. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay. You, you I mean, fair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All, All right. I know, yeah. the only thing that I need to know about going to that Jets game tomorrow <laughs> is everybody will go, na, 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 na. True, True North! North! That's right. all I need to know. Yep. And I'm set. And then don't you, oh, and they've got the new projectors. Oh, that's yeah. on the screen, uh, on the ice, sorry. Yeah. 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 What, okay, yeah. I was going to say what else do we need to know, but we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll save it for yeah. tomorrow. Uh, speaking of hockey, we're going to have Josh Green, assistant coach of the Winnipeg Ice, Winnipeg's WHL team, coming up here after 8.30. Yes, Jasmine Lee. I hurt my throat a little bit doing that, so I definitely do need to practice it a little bit mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. So. Same. If, yeah, you, uh, if you're driving down the street today and you see somebody screaming True North in their car on repeat, it's me. <laughs> we'll tell you what, tomorrow morning uh, when we start the show, as we always do with O Canada, uh, why, <laughs> we'll why, don't, why okay. don't we all sing along? We'll yeah. all sing along to okay. O Canada tomorrow morning. Yeah. Practice. And uh, we'll do the True North thing. Okay, okay yeah. done. done. We'll I'm writing it all down. We're not going to forget any of this, I promise. It's got happy chills. Oh, good. Hey. Oh, there's a certain oh, buzz you get inside say. that arena. That's what you were doing? I thought that I've you were nervous. I've never been to True North Square either, really. We went oh, once, my. the three of us, when we went to go see the White House last year. Yep. Um, but that was, you know, height of the pandemic. Nobody was in there. It was yeah. re- like, but so the vibe will be different this time around. There's, totally. There was no games back then. So I'm really excited to finally be able to, like, check out True North Square on foot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe go grab a, a bevy we'll of We'll go to sorts. the Rose Bar. We'll see yeah. my roommate Warren working. We'll mm-hmm. go get a drink from him. It's yeah, if you good. see anybody uh, named Warren working at the Rose Bar, make sure you don't tip. <laughs>
yeah. tomorrow <laughs> before the game. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired. Uh, well, one thing you can do when you're up there, both of you, is uh, Jasmine Lane, what you can do is you can go maybe looking for a younger man. And Tyler Carr, you can yeah. go looking for, for an older man because that seems to be the, the overall trend right now in Hollywood. Now, I don't want to say this started with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, but that seemed to kind of set the precedent. a pretty notable couple for that. Why? What's yeah. going on? What did I miss? Well, I mean, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox is another one. Yeah. Just as far as the age They're, gap. No, no, no. Machine Gun what? Kelly and Megan Fox are only like four years apart. They're not that. There's not that big of an age gap between them. I don't think that's too bad for a woman no. to be four years older. But again, we're talking about in in the in, and I know this is a this is somewhat of a double standard. But in, in traditionally, you will see an older man with a younger woman, yeah. whether it be four years or five years, six years. But going the other way, uh, younger man and older women, you know, with within a year or two. But once you start getting to that four, five, six kind of range, then people just kind of you know they kind of look sideways, going, "Huh, wonder what that's all about." Not that necessarily a bad thing. But the latest to jump on this trend is Andrew. Angelina Jolie, who is, hey Siri, how old is Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie is 46 years old. Okay, 46 year old Angelina Jolie. Oh, she looks stunning. Hey Siri, how old is Abel Tesfe? Sam Tesfe is 31 years old. Is that the is that we, the same one? Probably not. You probably should no, just say that, that weekend. <laughs> that guy's a defender with the Ethiopia soccer team. Yeah, sure. uh, hey Siri, how old is the weekend? Weekend is 31 years old. Also 31 years old. So now mm-hmm. we're talking about a 15-year age gap there. And, they've and they're been, dating? Uh, they're dating. Well, there's uh, speculation there. They they've left been spotted the, on two dates now. Yeah. Leaving a restaurant together late at night. together. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, and uh, I, I, I think it's a very interesting trend. You know Nothing what? Nothing wrong with it. I, I don't even know how married I am to this idea, but just hear me out. I'm just going to think out loud here, so don't hold any of this against Go me. Go off. But it has been so common in Hollywood that we have seen, like Dave said, the older man with the very young woman. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He dumps his girlfriends as soon as they turn 24, and then he starts yeah. at 21 again. <laughs> like, And there's so many men like that. So for me, I'm like, hell yeah, girl. Oh, happy 24th birthday. Here's your payout. Goodbye. <laughs> but like, I'm kind of like, hell yeah, girl. Like, So many times we see this all the time in pop culture, and even like I'll use Sex in the City as an example because I've been watching it lately. But so many of those women, they they're portray women in their 40s. They're single. Some of them are divorced. And they have such a difficult time finding men their age because all the men their age want young 20-year-olds. That's like a very common perception in the media. And so for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, well, screw that. Why does a you know 40-year-old woman have to have a man her age? Why can't she do the same thing and go get a younger, hotter guy if she wants to? Yeah. Like, you don't well, see that often. And I'm almost kind of... I'm almost here for it like yeah sure i oh, personally I'm, don't like guys that are too young because the maturity level is different but i imagine in hollywood with all the stressors that's probably very different well it's funny you say that because i'm going to try and uh, work out a theory here in live in real time uh, from the other perspective because a guy like abel tesfe aka the weekend who has probably had his complete throw of hollywood you know as far as having all of the young models similar to leo yeah. dicaprio i mean he's one of the biggest stars on the planet and now that he's 31 years old his ideals are changing you know the way with things that he wants to do the way he wants to kind of conduct himself and a woman who is in her mid-40s all you women in your mid-40s out there you know exactly what you want yeah. you, there, there, there is no beating around the bush yeah. there is none of this well maybe this and maybe that it's like no no no. here's what i would like to do you let me know if, if you're in or not and mm-hmm. i think that's attractive to a guy who's coming into his 30s and has done a lot of that 20 stuff kind of going this is the kind of woman i want 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, I, I don't think it's necessarily a predatory thing as far as the older woman looking for a younger man. But I, I think I think the gap is easier to bridge that way than it is with an older man, younger woman. Because that older man sometimes is, let's just throw it out there, maybe going through a midlife crisis and <laughs> wants to feel young again that way. Yeah. Where I don't think necessarily Angelina is like, I need to feel young, so I need a younger no. man. I think it's more of... This I know what I know what I want, and you have it. This is so right. interesting. This mm. is so. In, I'm, I'm glad I didn't know anything going into this because now I'm sitting here like, hmm. I wonder why it's been that way. I wonder why it's always been the other way around. But now maybe they're setting a new standard. I'm here for it. Hmm? Well, I, I think it's uh, I think it's breaking down that stereotype just a little bit more at a time, a little bit more at a time. Because it, let's be honest, we all kind of looked at it sideways, going, "Really, Angelina Jolie?" I mean, it does it does, it does get a little that? weird thinking that when she was 30, he was 15. But that we just don't think about that. Well, Tyler. We, but we do, <laughs> we do. And then when we do, it's a little weird. Uh, yeah, it is. I totally agree with that. Um, real talk, though. Real talk here. I need honest opinions. Do we think the weekend is an upgrade or a downgrade from Brad Pitt? Downgrade. Upgrade. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Like, are we talking looks or are we talking the whole pack? Well, we don't know their packages, but the whole package of what we it, know. The weekend is a downgrade from Brad Pitt. Hmm. Well, we played Brad the Pitt. Super Bowl. Brad I know, Pitt but that, nobody liked it. That's actually what? an excellent point. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll get into the news feed, sports feed. Send us your thoughts. 204-452-1061 on the old text machine, or you can always fire us a good old-fashioned email if you go to the website, energy106.ca. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. I am not ready. Here I am. Okay. <clears throat> Updates on the lines at Jets games. They've been pretty hefty and uh, they might not be as bad tomorrow. I'm I don't know. I'm interested you in. to see how they compare to the bomber lines because those were well, they, insane. The reason why they're so long, not only for checking vaccination status, but also they have a new rule at the Canada Life Centre that a lot of people didn't know about and that's why the last two it's just been crazy so I'm going to tell you all about that also fill you in on what that new rule is so you can avoid being caught up in a long line after fathering seven children with different women four of them in the same year Nick Cannon is taking a break from spreading his seed after his therapist recommended he uh, stop procreating for a little while he also wanted to reiterate though that while he is going to try to be celibate good luck um (laughs) He does say that seven children may seem like a lot to some, but it is exactly what he's always wanted. He also comes from a super large family. He has a lot of siblings, a lot of aunts and uncles, and he wants to instill that for all of his children going forward. So he's like, yeah, I know it sounds like a lot, but uh, this is how I was raised. And this is what uh, this is the family value that I like. So totally fair. We'll see if he gets anybody else pregnant in the next uh, couple weeks. The oh, little- wait. He just got someone pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. You know, they're it like... It's like those things. It's like like when you watch a PETA commercial, I'll be like, every seven seconds, a shark dies due to this. <laughs> For us, it's going to be like, every seven seconds, Nick, <laughs> Nick Cannon, Cannon impregnates another woman. Well, the last name Cannon. Yes. Oh, yuck. The world <laughs> lost their minds when Jada Plinkett Smith admitted to being unfaithful to her husband, Will Smith, a few years ago. But it turns out that she was not the only one. Will Smith was recently interviewed, and he said that he and his wife have moved past monogamy and have given each other trust and freedom freedom saying marriage hmm. for us can't be a prison and that's why i don't like the word unfaithful 
Well, because, what I'm saying that though, because the it, reports when she first said it, that's how it was. It was that I, she I, was unfaithful, and she but, also said that in her terminology in those interviews too. Sure, but as a blanket statement, I don't like the word unfaithful because if it's inside of the rules that those two people set inside of their relationship, then it's not being unfaithful. I don't think that when she was, it was inside of the rules though. They did uh, a lot I, of interviews about it, and she said that she had cheated on him. I I, I had been hearing that about those two for a long mm-hmm. time, even before then, that they had a very open marriage. But it was one of those situations was. Situations where it was like, just make sure it doesn't follow you home. Type yeah. thing. Like, I don't, I don't want that thrown in my face. And so it was kind of like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. We'll make sure that we're still a very strong couple together. But yeah, make sure you keep that kind of outside of us. And I think that's where the confusion came in, just based on what I've read over the past mm-hmm. little while. But again, you're only quote-unquote cheating if it's outside of the rules you set with your partner. Yeah, well, I, they've obviously come to that point now where that's their set of rules, but I know when that was first released, like, she said herself that she cheated on him and it was a thing that they had to work through together and whatnot. Um, but now they're at a point where I guess they both do it. I don't know. Most people would probably just get a divorce, but when you have hundreds of millions of dollars invested into each other, that's yeah, becomes well, a little bit more they're tricky. They're about to sell their, their the production company, Westbrook. Uh, uh, they, <laughs> they've got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a bunch of those. I think oh they're going to be like a multi, multi, multi Oh, million dollar deal. oh, the dream. Olivia yeah. Rodrigo got real honest about the effect fame has had on her mental health and how uh, she needs people in her circle to keep her away from tabloids and all the negative things that people say about her online. Mm-hmm. She actually said something that really, really resonated. And uh, I'm going to repeat it and just like, just think about it for a second. She said, it's funny how recognition changes everything and also changes nothing. In your life I'm copying that I th- I don't know I thought that that was Like a very that interesting cool. and, and not even just for people That have any type of celebrity But just in general yeah. There's so many things Where like it can look Like you have it all You can look like You have you know? the confidence The validation And all of that But secretly inside You're just like Everybody else You literally else. feel The exact same as Yeah Yeah, yeah. I thought that cool. was I thought that was very Especially, what you especially with social yeah. media You feel that all the time You might look at somebody That has a hundred comments mm-hmm. Telling them how good they look And how amazing they are but at home, they're crying because they yeah. feel alone. Yeah, or so, they have the pressure to maintain that. Literally, and it's, it's un it's it's the unattainable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh my gosh, Olivia Rodrigo, what the hell? Yeah, I really appreciate it. This was she was in a, a Vogue edition, and she yeah. had a big interview about this, and I really appreciated a lot of the stuff. Well that she said, said, girl. After some extremely long lineups outside of Canada Life Center for the Jets game, uh, True North says they do have plans in place to make those lines speed up so everyone can get indoors and enjoy that atmosphere a little bit faster. They also want to advise fans of a new bag policy that they have. You can no longer bring in any bags, backpacks, or purses unless they meet the new 12 by 6 by 3 requirement. So basically, that will be about the same size as the standard clutch or very small purses, you can bring those in. Huh. Um, this is actually the same size limit that every other NHL building currently has. Uh, Canada Life Center was late to the game on that one, but they've decided to implement it this season. In okay. part two with COVID, because hmm. they don't want to be digging through your big bags. True. So they want you to have a smaller bag so you can just pop it open and they can see the whole thing. Right? So for the Jets game tomorrow, I got to bring my ID, my Vax card, my phone, my Dave Wheeler jersey. A good attitude. A fanny pack. $120 for one drink. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. I am very excited. I have been looking forward to this all morning long. It has been a very long time since this wonderful human being and I have had a chance to sit down and have a cocktail. But if anyone remembers the Manitoba Moose pre-NHL days, pre-Winnipeg Jets, we had a great core of hockey players, especially when the lockout happened. We had a brand new arena, and Josh Green was part of that crew. He had a very successful professional hockey career with not only the Edmonton Oilers, the Vancouver 
Canucks and overseas, and now he has returned to Winnipeg to be the assistant coach of the Winnipeg Ice. Welcome back to Wheeler in the Morning, Josh Green. Yes! <laughs> well, great to be on with you guys this morning. I certainly appreciate the intro, uh, Wheels. Uh, you're right. It has been a long time, but uh, like I said, I'm excited to be on and uh, chatting with you this morning. Well, let me let me first start by saying that uh, I was so happy to hear that you got uh, a job working with the Winnipeg Ice because after somebody finishes their professional career, it's you know a big question of what am I going to do? I'd like to stay involved in the industry, but I mean that could move you all over the place. And you know the fact that you played in a lot of different cities, you had your choice to maybe go in different spots, but the fact that you stayed home here in Winnipeg, and I say home, I know you're originally from Camrose, but you really have made Winnipeg your home. So I was very excited to hear that you managed to get that assistant coaching job. Yes, yeah, so was I. It was um, yeah, almost like a dream come true to be able to stay, you know, in the city that you're living in. And um, I've got a young family that I didn't really want to move around. Uh, near the end of my playing career, obviously, I, I took them everywhere over to Europe and uh, a few different stops here in North America. So um, I was very fortunate to fall into, into a great situation here in Winnipeg with the ice and uh, with the team moving here, it just couldn't have worked out better. Um, I, I did do a year of, of media uh, work after I stopped playing, and um, I, I just found out that that probably wasn't going to be for me. I, I always had my eye on getting into coaching, especially in the later part of my career. Um, I, I was just kind of a, a student of the game at the end, and I was paying attention to what the coaches were doing and uh, how they were conducting meetings and how they were getting their messages across to the players. So, um, you know, I, I really kept an eye on that. And, and uh, because I, I just, I knew one day that I was probably going to get into coaching. That was something that I wanted to do. And I felt like it was a, a natural progression for me from the end of my playing career. Um, so, yeah, like I said, to be with this great organization with some incredible leadership um, and, and just to get to be on the ice with, with these young kids every single day, it's, it's amazing how good they are. Uh, back when I played, we were bigger and we were slower and uh, we were very simple in the way we played the game. But these kids are so skilled now. They're so fast. Uh, they're so driven, especially at this level. Um, it, it's just amazing uh, to get to come to work to you know, work with these kids and work with the staff that I get to work with and, and James Patrick and Larry Wu and, and Byron Spriggs. So, um, like I said, just very fortunate to, to fall into this great situation. Well, and again, you, you almost took the next question right out of my mouth, but this day and age, and for those that are unfamiliar, the Western Hockey League is uh, junior hockey, so you're dealing with uh, players that are 16 to 20 years old. Now, if we're going to go back, I don't, I don't want to scare you too much here, Josh, but we're going back 25 years to when you were in that kind of junior hockey prime of your career back to being 18 years old. The game has changed a lot as far as the coaching strategies from back then to now, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that you've kind of implemented more of the latter half of your career than the beginning of your career because, boy, oh, boy, has it ever changed. It, it certainly has, Dave. And, um, you know, the, the old school teaching methods, they, they just don't really work anymore. I think there's still an element that you can, you can have. But, um, you know, for me, and especially in the role that I'm in, it, it, it's about getting to know the players kind of on a personal level, um, you know, learning about their personalities, their families, just trying to get to know everything about them. And, and then you can kind of <clears throat> see the inner workings of, you know, how you might be able to get through to them. So I, I just find that fascinating. And um, we have a great group of kids here, some really high-character kids. Um, I mentioned the part about the skill, but um, it's it's different in the way that you kind of have to get through to these players where, you know, it was, you know, sometimes it was a kick in the butt or it was yelling and screaming and, 
it was it was almost coaching by intimidation a little bit back then but now it's it's more you have to be their mentor and you, you don't have to be you, you get to be um like i said they're just some amazing kids and um a lot of them are just so coachable and they're they're all willing to learn and and be well, taught suppose, different things so uh, speaking of a big of learning curve amazing for me Speaking of a big learning curve, you just had a couple of guys return back from NHL camps. How does that affect your training camp, having a little more maturity come into the room? Well, you know, Carson Lambos, who was drafted by the Minnesota Wild in the first round, um, is an incredible person. He, um, you know, we had we were so lucky. We had Peyton Krebs the last couple of years, and, and he kind of instilled um, some leadership and some work ethic in our organization that I think has been, not I think, I know has been passed down to, to Carson and, and Connor McLennan and and even some of the younger guys like Matt Savoy and, and Connor Geeky and um, that's how you have successful organizations is when you have great leadership um, when your best players are your hardest working players and, and that's certainly the case for our team so we're in a great situation here uh, it, it's taken a, a few years to uh, to get the culture to to where we want it and, and I give a, a huge amount of credit to James Patrick for for doing that I, when he got hired. You know, I think it was five years ago uh, in in Cranbrook. Uh, it was a different looking team than it is now, and and um, we've taken some major strides as an organization. and And I really credit James for that, and then obviously Matt Cockle and, and Jake Heisinger for bringing in the right type of people. and And now we're in a situation where you know we we have a great team. We can we can compete every single night, and and this year is looking like a year where you know we're looking to do something special because we have a uh, such a deep group of, of players, and um, and I know that you know the leadership with Carson and, and Connor McLennan and Owen Peterson, Nolan Orzak, those type of players uh, will go a long way. If you're looking for family-friendly hockey at a very affordable price and you want to bring the entire crew, go check out the Winnipeg guys. These are the future stars of tomorrow. I think we actually have a pair of tickets to give away right now. Josh Green, appreciate the time, man. Always good talking to you. Put a smile on my face when Brian Munn said that we can get you on the show this morning. So thank you for taking the time. Good luck with the rest of training camp and the exhibition season. And we're looking forward to seeing what you guys can do in the regular season. You've been listening to the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Listen weekdays from 6 to 10 on Energy 106.